Hello and welcome to the Learning Summit podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss virtual events. For listeners that aren't aware, the Learning Summit podcast is derived from a popular event held biannually in the London Bridge area of the capital city. And uh, obviously the event has moved online since the pandemic. The global events industry's size was valued at $1,100 billion in 2018 and is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 10.3% to reach $2,330 billion by 2026, according to Allied Market Research. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, the events industry has been forced to adopt virtual models overnight. And now this is a new era when it comes to event management. You can't beat in-person events for building rapport with prospects, clients, partners and peers. Obviously, generating leads and ultimately customers is the most common objective for those attending in-person events. But with the pandemic and social distancing and some of the restrictions imposed by governments, there is a move to online. And whilst you can't beat in-person events, there are benefits to hosting virtual conferences, including it's easier to measure results, it's easier to collect feedback, it's easier to make connections, it's flexible, it can be global, it saves time, and ultimately, it's less expensive. A virtual event is any organised meetup that takes place online rather than in a physical location. These events can range from small question and answer sessions to large scale conferences with thousands of attendees. Whilst traditional video conferencing software can be used with events of, say, up to 50 people, beyond this, it becomes very hard to manage. And this is where you need to look at different types of platforms. When you get to a certain scale, whether you're running an external or an internal event, it's worth considering virtual event platforms to make the whole experience as close as can be to in-person events. By adopting virtual event platforms, you can reduce the drop-off rates, you can maximise attendance and you can optimise the engagement of attendees to your show. As an event organiser, you're trying to maximise the face time of attendees, give them fantastic talks to engage, entertain and educate, and maximise ticket sales through sponsorships. Creating an online event is better for the environment and much easier to coordinate. It increases your reach and helps you reduce ticket prices. Overall, you can sell more tickets and expect greater sponsorship revenues. It's also a lot easier to collect data for online events versus in-person equivalents. For example, you can get insights on who connected with who, participation, duration and turnout rates, how many people were at the event, who registered interest in what booths and who went where and for how long. There are clearly many benefits for holding a virtual event. So the key question will be, when will the events industry recover from coronavirus and when will it be safe to schedule events in person once more? 2020 has been one of the most damaging years for the traditional events industry, with many events being postponed or taken online. During the pandemic, many popular events have been postponed, such as the Summer Olympics that were meant to be held in Tokyo in 2020, being delayed till 2021. And then there's, of course, Southwest by Southwest, the annual media festival in Austin, Texas, which was cancelled and postponed. If people don't feel safe, then they won't attend events. And certainly in the near term, 
the popularity of virtual events will stay. In the long term, when the pandemic is over, I still think there'll be a hybrid approach to events where you have in-person mixed with online attendance. So in the future, I see hybrid events being popular where there's a perfect blend of online and in-person attendance. In future, hybrid events will be the way to go with valuable data and metrics, improved returns on investment, reduced travel costs and then reduced impacts on the environment. A blend of offline and online events will give you higher engagement with your audience, increased reach and attendance and therefore maximum opportunities when it comes to sponsorship. I hope that traditional events and trade shows resume soon and this will help hotels, transportation companies, event management companies and all those supply chains that are so dependent on a strong event industry. Businesses combining a combination of both traditional in-person events with online will be able to reach new audiences who perhaps aren't always persuaded to come and attend a live show physically but might just be persuaded to join online. Online gatherings could be here to stay long after lockdown has ended and the pandemic is over. One final point worth considering is when you're doing a virtual event versus a physical event, consider shortening sessions by 15 to 30 minutes. For example, a 60-minute breakout face-to-face should be 45 or 30 minutes when delivered online. Whilst the sessions might be shorter, perhaps a virtual event lives on a little bit longer. There's no need to pack up the bags and the exhibition stands at a traditional show and rush to the airport. A virtual event perhaps allows more mingling before and after the event. If you'd like to learn more about virtual events, then go to eventanywhere.com and you can learn more there. Thank you for listening to the Learning Summit podcast. This week's episode has been about virtual events. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, do subscribe and share on social media. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.